Welcome to Living Ardently. I'm your host, Adrian Giraldi, and this is my co-host, um, but he's not here right now. There he is. <laughs> and uh, we're here with another Q&A for today's episode. Uh, we're taking a break from the COVID collabs and collabing with Jarrell. So yeah, we'll get right into it. So we are back um, with another Q&A this month. Um, I was going to just eliminate this, but I was like, no, like this is some good stuff and you guys really enjoy these episodes and I get a lot of feedback from it. So Jero's back with, uh, you know, he's a co-host that he's going to be doing these Q&As um, as much as possible. Maybe we'll even do more in the future, like not just Q&As, but like outside and just talking about a certain topic or maybe just taking one question and making a whole episode out of it because sometimes... Some of these questions we don't get, we don't, I feel, I don't, I don't know if we can do justice in the time that we try to answer all of them, so. Yeah, it takes a lot of, it takes a lot of time, but we're talking, we were talking before yeah. we, like, recorded, we were on for two hours last time. Yeah, and only, like, one, so an hour, 20 minutes got, like, used, and this is crazy. But it was so much fun, and, well, I don't know what's going to happen today, but, um, I'm, like, so pumped right now, so. Yeah. It's good so. stuff. It's good to have you. It's good to have you um, back. I know it's yeah, been having oh, a crazy month. Oh, you see my month. toilet? You see my stock of toilet paper in the background? <laughs> That's insane. That's COVID right there. <laughs> I'm in my basement. It's very fancy. Right. That's awesome. I mean, you have a, um, a nice little setup down there. So, see, like in my nice ca- I got my nice camera up here. Mm-hmm. And then typically you don't see all this stuff. But yeah, because so, it's like nice and... There's like toys on the ground. Is that where you did the yeah. blackout? The blackout? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Let's see, like, that light bulb? Uh-huh. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so um, we have some pretty good questions, and we have a few of our, you know, past guests from this month come on and ask us some questions through uh, voice memos. You can always do that um, through the link that I have in the description of all the episodes. So if you ever just feel like you want to ask a question or whatever the case may be, go up there, leave a voice memo. We're trying to get that to happen a lot more often, so... Yeah, um, please, 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 please. I know it, like, takes a lot of courage sometimes, but it really helps both of us out. Um, mm-hmm. I think it create, helps us tra- to create better content. Right. If you got an authentic question, and even if you just, like, pull one out, it makes it more fun. Especially right. if you're a listener. If you're a listener, come on, please. Yeah. Right, <laughs> I know I know. there's a lot of... I know you're listening. I mean, like, the listenership has has is there. <clears throat> you guys are watching the episode, so... And you guys are watching through the, uh, you guys are listening through the episodes, through the, like, what I've seen from the analytics, so, um, come listen. I mean, ask the questions. I mean, like Jarrell said last episode, like, it's the way you get to know your faith. That's right. Or get to know about us. I mean. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's good the, stuff. The catchphrase is ca- practical, um, what is it, uh, personal, practical, and spiritual. You know, any questions are welcome, and uh, we'll answer them. Today, there's not much personal questions as to just a lot of hard questions, so <laughs> we'll, we'll, get, we'll get right into them here. Um, our first question today's episode is uh, your favorite prayer. This is, the least light, this is the most lighthearted one we have. And um, Is it seriously? Yeah. Holy cow. <laughs> I know. Where's my, where's my thing? So I have this little journal that I, I usually write. It's like a like a handy dandy like little journal but i don't know where it is right now um it has this prayer oh it's in my bible oh it's right there and, um, i'm looking mine up right now <laughs> right 
So both of us this time didn't prepare. Um, like I usually, I just sprung these questions up on Jarrell like the night of the the recording, and he doesn't get enough time to prepare, and I selfishly take time to prepare. <laughs> so, That's so but this, true, bro. Uh, this time I didn't. So like now it's an even game. <laughs> So this is my favorite uh, on my little prayer journal here. I have this prayer card that I love so much. The front of it is even better. Um, it's like my favorite image of Christ. Let me pull it out for you so you guys see what I mean. I have like a bunch of prayer cards in my Bible. Also, if you don't have a portable Bible, what are you doing? <laughs> you need to get one. I mean, he ha- Jarrell's one up me. One up me. He has the portable catechism. Yeah, shout out to Edmund. Yeah, I bought this. I've been wanting this, dude, bro. I've been wanting this since what? I- I'm gonna pull it out. 2012. Wow. I'm an OG Revo- Reverb Culture fan. <laughs> That's awesome. OG. OG. So, I've been wanting this since 2012. Thank you. Yeah, you should uh, supply me with a free one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So this and they're is not cheap. Really I know. <laughs> That's I've why I haven't saving, bought one yet. Been saving for eight years, bro. <laughs> a dollar a year. <laughs> <laughs> so here's uh, the front of the prayer card, and it says, uh, "For God so loved the world." On the bottom there, um, and it says, "Father, I abandon myself into your hands. Do with me what you will." Whatever you may do, I thank you. I am ready for all, and I accept all. That mm. only your will be done in me and on all your creatures. I wish no more than this, O Lord. Into your hands I commend my soul. I offer it to you with all the love in my heart, for I love you, Lord. And so need to give myself to surrender myself into your hands without reserve and with, with boundless confidence. For you are my Father. Amen. <coughs> and, and it's like the best like morning like offering or like offering for anything like your day offering and um, I used to pray it every morning and I've I've kind of like fallen off the fallen off the like consistency of praying it but like like I said it's taped to the back of my <laughs> journal so like I can't miss it. Yeah, that's that. I've never heard that prayer before. That's amazing. Right, I think it's written by a monk, um, Charles de. <clears throat> Fulcod? Fulcod? I can't say that. It says it right there. Yeah, I can't see it, but it sounds right. (laughs) Everybody DM DM, um, Adrian and ask him to make um, a graphic of that prayer and put it in the highlight section. Oh, yeah. I think I already have taken a picture of it and put it in my highlights of my story. Oh, yeah? Okay, cool, because I need that. Yeah, I'll make sure sure it's up there. It might not be highlighted, though. (coughs) Mine is like... Mine's super similar. It has a lot to do with um, surrender and trust. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, yours had like some really good words like abandon mm-hmm. um, and only your will. So I think yours is much more, a little bit more contemporary. We can mm-hmm. like check to see when um, Foucault or whoever lived. Mm-hmm. But mine's from St. Ignatius, somewhere oh, yeah. around like the 15, 1500s. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's not, it, it's like... Um, it's very, the language isn't like great as in it's not very moving, but like I've just done a lot of work with this prayer 
you know, so it's taken on a lot of meaning. Yeah. Um, and this is kind of like the final, I don't know if you've heard, but St. Ignatius has um, what he has, the, he has a spiritual exercises, a series of exercises that yeah. a Jesuit has to go through. And, uh, um, and it's all about encountering Christ. So this is kind of like the fine, mm. final part of the spiritual exercises. It's a 30-day silent retreat, which oh, a, lot right. of the, a lot of the priests in Cleveland will go through that 30-day silent retreats for the, with the spiritual exercises. So um, the prayer is called uh, Sushi Pei. Sushi Pei. Sushi Pei is Latin. Um, what do you think the word is? <laughs> I just imagined paying for sushi. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sushi, like sushi roll. Yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was surrender. Uh-huh. Um, what is it? But um, it's not. So sushi pay is Latin for the word receive, and just oh. like just like the title and just the word receive, is like the most beautiful thing, um, that like I I like. That's like what I think of when I think of prayer. Yeah. Like take, Take what I've got, you know, and please let yeah. it be enough. Yeah. Um, so the, the prayer just goes like this. <clears throat> it says, Take, Lord, and receive all my liberty, my memory, my understanding, mm. and my entire will. All I have and call my own. Mm. You have given all to me, and to you, Lord, I return it. Everything is yours. Do with it what you will. Give me only your love and your grace. That is enough for me. So this, this, um, I mean, this prayer is the wow. prayer that you read just in St. Ignatius's kind of like, um, his language. So, right. um, it's just like that, just like your prayer to that, like utter surrender. Right. And St. Ignatius's life is like, just like a life of like trying to force his own plans, you know, like right. Right. he had this dream of becoming the greatest soldier in the world. And right. for the most part, he accomplished that until mm-hmm. until his leg was blown off by a cannonball. Right, <laughs> and, and he was so obsessed with <clears throat> with his appearance and his vanity and his pride and the ladies. And back mm-hmm. then, they would wear these tight leggings. You know, like you know, like back in the day in the courts. Yeah, yeah. Um, his leg healed, but like it had this deformity on his like knee area. Oh, so, yeah. it, like when he wore his tights. It, like showed this bulge, so he hired a freaking doctor to saw off the the deformed bone. I actually like, did that's, not know that. <laughs> yeah, that's how that's how bad it was. Wow. You know, so like when I think about this prayer, I just think about like how much control Saint Ignatius like tried to grab back, like literally like steal and grab and fight and fight and fight back wow. to take yeah. it back, and then after all this trying. <laughs> Yeah. St. Ignatius like falls to the ground and is like, I'm done. Right. Like, I can't, like, I, I've tried everything. <laughs> yeah. And I can't do it anymore. Yeah. So take Lord and receive everything. My memory, right. my freedom, the love, the people that I love the most. Um, right. Because it's all yours anyways. Right. You know? Right. It's all yours anything. And whatever you have given to me, I return it. Because mm-hmm. all I need is your love and your grace. Yeah. Oh, let's go. Like, I love I, I that. so pumped. That but part like where he says, like, give, like, you have given me everything, I return everything to you. Like, oh, man. Yes. Like, that simple thing. Yeah. So, I love that prayer. That's so good. All right. So, um, now we get right into the hard stuff. Because <laughs> it doesn't really get any easier from here. <laughs> Shoot. Um, 
what was the hardest decision you had to make? <clears throat> Are you going or me? <laughs> I think you go first this time. All right, let me think. Let me just make sure that this was. So me and my me and my wife Bridget um, have been we're going on seven years of marriage. We've got two kids, awesome. and um, I mean, getting here just like anybody else's marriage was um, a wild ride. So we had originally met in seventh grade. Wow! And then yeah, so we went to same grade school, high school, and college. Wow. Um, and then what ended up happening? We started dating somewhere around sophomore junior year, mm-hmm. and of high school or re- college. Sorry, college. Mm-hmm. And right away, not right away, like by senior year, it was like, I think like this is it. You know, like I think I'm in love with her. But mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> there was, for both of us, there was like, I think there's still more. So mm-hmm. I went to do a year of service um, in Detroit, Michigan at a Catholic school. I was pretty much like the lunch lady and uh, <laughs> uh, taught, taught a couple classes like some reading, math, and language catch-up classes. Right. Um, and then I came back. And so that so it was like we graduated college, and then we had this like, all right, this is going to be the test. Like, she'll mm-hmm. go to PA school to be a physician assistant in right. Pittsburgh, and then mm-hmm. I'll go to Detroit, and we'll do the long-distance thing, and we'll see yeah. what happens. But the only, the only reason she went away was because I chose to go away. Oh, wow. Okay. She wanted to stay with me. So mm-hmm. um, we had every intention on coming back together and continuing our relationship um, mm-hmm. after this one year. Except after the one year, I had gotten a full, two full rides, right? To A full ride to the University of Dayton to be um, a graduate assistant in ministry. Mm-hmm. And then a full ride um, to John Carroll University to be, again, a graduate assistant res- resident minister, um, and both for a master's in theology. Um, wow. And I wanted to go to Dayton. Dayton, wow. has, the, Dayton has the largest Catholic um, um, like college campus ministry in the country. They have a yeah. very, like, they've got like a very robust like strategic plan and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I was like, I imagined my life there. I was like, Bridge, I just got a full ride right. at the largest campus ministry, university campus ministry in the country. And she was like, well, okay, well, what about us? So I think, uh, like, it sounds so small now, but, like, looking back, like, that was definitely the hard, one of the hardest, I don't know about the hardest, single hardest, but, like, one of the hardest right. decisions was just, like, if I, if I went to Dayton, I just don't know how things would have turned out. You know, I was so right. close. I was so close to, to um, going to Dayton. And I think, like, that was the decision that I took the most seriously. Like, it was the most, like, urgent. Like, um, I remember having my pros and cons list. I remember seeing multiple right. spiritual direction, spiritual directors of, like, my past. My, one from high school, one from college, <laughs> one from, like, my career. It's like talking to so many people um, because I just felt like... Um, it was such a pivotal move and it really was. So I chose yeah. John Carroll and then, um, that year we got engaged. So, wow. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Praise. Um, mine was definitely like trying to decide whether I wanted to go to Ave Maria or not, um, to study theology. Um, I, I mean, again, I'm not sure if it's the hardest, but definitely one of the hardest, um, decisions I had to make. Um, that's because like everything I knew, 
was West Palm Beach, which is where I was raised and I grew up. All my friends, <laughs> this is where I became Catholic. This is where, like, all my good, like, Catholic friends are, my community is, my family. And, like, none of my friends or, like, I don't have any older siblings that had gone away for college. So it's like I would be venturing into an, uh, uh, a world that I had not experienced yet or nobody I knew could give me advice on mm-hmm. because everybody was still local. Everybody older than me was still local. Um, and so I was seeing my spiritual director for for a while and just like, hey, like, I, I don't know if, like, you know, because I was at that time I was uh, in my first year in college. I was already doing community college. And I knew I wanted to be a youth minister at that point. Kind of like, there was like a tugging in my heart. But like, I, I still wanted to, uh, I still was on this path of doing graphic design and animation. Like I wanted to get into like work for Pixar and stuff. And I wanted to, you know, start on my route that way. Um, wow. Yeah. And, uh, and I was, I mean, I was in a good pace. I mean, like for my first year, I like passed all my like graphic design and flying, like other classes like that, flying colors. Um, and then, you know, like, but I had that tug in my heart to do youth ministry because I was already helping as a youth ministry volunteer as a college student for my old youth, my youth group. I mean, like everybody was my friend, but like the same time I was now leading in a, in a more set, like a more serious sense. Cause I was like planning the meetings and stuff like that. And I loved it. Um, and so, like, after, like, feeling that call and going, I visited Ave to visit my friend who was the previous youth minister. Like, he, she was also a high school student teaching high school students. Um, I fell in love with Ave the weekend that I spent there. I had more community. Yeah. I yeah. built more. Like, in the three days <laughs> that I visited, I had more of a community there than I did when I was in my two semesters at, at community college. Yeah. Like I had more friends, like people literally like befriended me there as a visitor. And then it's like, Hey, like when, and, like they would face, they Facebook me and they like, what, you know, when com- people would comment on walls, but that was like <laughs> yeah. a thing still. Yeah. Like I had people like comment on my walls or message me on me- messenger from Ave. It was like, Hey, like, are you going to come this fall? Like, are you like, are you coming? Um, we haven't heard from you in a while. Like da 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 da. And like they were checking on me. Um, and I had gotten, then I had applied and I was like, you know what? I'll apply. I don't have the funds for this. I don't have, any like like my parents don't like almost filed for bankruptcy like two years prior to me going to college so like there was no way I was going to be able to afford this you know like I I can afford community college for sure but private community private private catholic college no way um Mm -hmm. but the lord kind of you know willed it um I went to my spiritual director and he told me this like uh, the Latin quote, nemo dot quod non habit. You can't give what you don't have. <laughs> and I was like, you can, you can learn a lot through youth, you know, about youth ministry online and stuff like that. But the thing that's going to be invaluable to you is the experience of the professors that are going to teach you the deep theology that you won't, you probably won't get online. And like, yeah, you can probably find this theolo- theological answers like online, but you're not going to get the, the, the personal um, witness of these uh, questions, you know, like of, of going to your professors and talking to them and asking them these questions. You're not going to have that online. Um, the experience of college is invaluable and is going to help you become a better minister if this is really the path that you feel called to. And then I really got affirmed a few years later when I ran out of money and couldn't afford Ave anymore. 
uh, when I decided to make the choice. The, the other hardest part was because I had a girlfriend back home. You know, like, I, I like if I go, we're going to go long distance. We used to seeing each other, like, almost every other every day. So, like, and eventually that's what kind of, like, tore us apart, you know, like mm-hmm. having to go. But it was, like, again, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with what happened, you know. Um, I came back to him. I was doing spiritual direction again. And I just told him, like, yeah, like, my money, I'm running out of money. This is happening in my life. I'm single now, uh, blah, 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 all this stuff. And he, after the end of the spiritual direction, he was like, okay, so what, um, what do you need? How much money do you need for your semester? I'm like, father, no, that's not what I came here to do. Like, I'm not here for money. Um, he was like, no, like, that's fine. Money is fine. But money is not going to be the reason why you don't follow the call that Ooh. you're being called to. And I was like, like my like I, this is the first time I've ever been said like you have a call a calling to this, and I was like oh wow, and so that be, that made made like pursuing youth ministry and, and you know going to Ave so much easier for the rest of the time and like dedicated the rest of my time for you know this call and so it was a hard decision to to go there but after the affirmation from my spiritual director Father Kevin like out of this world it became the best decision you know dang bro yeah so yeah that was our second least deep one (laughs) 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 this one I wanted to ask you um uh oh what what have you learned from the past few years of the mile a day in May challenge uh (laughs) for those of you who don't know the living person does the mile. Uh, this is like the fourth annual. Yeah, fourth. Fourth annual mile. Like uh, they started a mile a day May challenge where you, you run, you walk, you, um, get, you just go out and do a mile, intentional mile each day, in May. Um, and they've been doing this for four years now. I, I ran my P. I had a PR last year. Is when I really decided to do it. I saw it the the second year. I was like, no, I'm not a runner. The third year, I was like, the third year of it, and I was just like, oh. Well, I am training for a Spartan, so I just tried it one day. I was like, let's just see where I am. And then I got addicted, and I just kept doing it. And so <laughs> at the end of it all, I got a nine-minute mile, which is was an amazing fleet, uh, feat, and I have not run that fast since then. But yeah, that's crazy. it was awesome. So what have you learned in these past few years? Yeah, I mean, so much. Um, I don't know if I'll be able to, to say it all, but, I mean, there's stuff that I learned about myself. There's stuff I learned about social media. There's stuff I learned about um, why why it continues in the first place. Mm-hmm. You know, like the first year that we did it, like the Mile a Day Challenge, um, I think that we started in 2015. That oh, was wow. the very first one. And that was the very first cha- like community challenge that we launched. And yeah. then we, me and my friend Craig and Kyle, they were just doing this like, like in their everyday life, you know, so wow. like maybe, maybe we can just invite people to do it for May. It's nice outside, you know, it's perfect time. Right. And then, um, people started to do it. I'm like, Oh my gosh, like people are signing up, you know? <laughs> so, and people are posting their stuff. So, um, and then we're like, we got to continue this. So we came up with a challenge. You can go on our YouTube and see, we came up with a challenge for every single month of the year for that year. Oh, and wow. none of them, none of them even came close to the mile a day challenge. You know, like, oh, really? We put out challenges that zero people would sign up for. <laughs> you oh, know? wow. 
like many many of the challenges zero people signed up for and we just like just you know whatever yeah but um there was something about the mile a day so the only one that we continued was Mm -hmm. the mile a day which is something that you just if you're on the social media grind podcast grind if you're like thinking about like building a brand those are things to pay attention to Right. Like you put you put out content for a year, you got to review what you put out <laughs> and right. see what worked and what didn't work. Right. You know, like I didn't know that we were going to end up being the the mile a day challenge like like hub of right. social media. There, there's right. actually a page. There's actually an Instagram that's the mile a day. Oh really? Know? Yeah. I'm like, oh sorry, man. <laughs> didn't, <laughs> didn't mean to like steal that or whatever, but yeah. like. It just happened. Yeah. So I think like, I think if you're doing if you're doing some sort of social media thing, it's important to pay attention to what people grab onto and hold onto, and it mm-hmm. might not be the thing that you want. Right. But it's still in your lap. Right. <laughs> you <know? laughs> um, and you have to decide like, this is what the people want. Mm-hmm. It's evident from the statistics. Am I going to throw it away and pick something that I want, mm-hmm. or am I going to find a way? to make it work and um, we found a way to make it work I mean it just matched up with everybody's interests the people that like that were on my team I loved running Craig my other co-founder who um, largely kind of just like stepped down in 2016 because he his main living person challenge back in like 2012 he set a goal to get his PhD and he's going to get his PhD I think this year or next year in, oh sweet! In clinical psychology, which he uh, brought, he brought like the behavioral psychology into this. Like, mm-hmm. pick a goal, make it happen. Awesome. So, there's so many things about the mile a day, um, but the most recent thing that I learned is that um, um, I beat my got my PR yesterday, and like, you, you like tend to think you're so far away until you start working for it, and then mm-hmm. it just like get closer and closer and closer, and you're like. I was literally afraid yesterday that I wasn't gonna do it, mm-hmm. and I beat it by a lot. You know, so yeah. that was like a huge affirmation that like um, that piece of me is still in there. You just gotta yeah. work for it. You know, sometimes it's just not in there, but um, mm-hmm. you won't know un- unless you try. So right. yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, like I remember last year, like I set a goal just to get just to get at ten, and I got that ten minute mark because I started at thirteen miles, thirteen minutes. And within like a week, I was under 10. I was like, what the heck? <laughs> like, I, I don't like, I mean, I granted I was on the treadmill and I was, but it was just easier for me because I, I usually worked out at night and I'm terrified yeah. at running at night. And Jarrell loves <laughs> running at night. <laughs> like, I just, I don't know if I, I can trust my neighborhood, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> so, um, but that's, so, dude, that's why your stories were so addicting. It's like, it was just like over and over again, so many different times of you underestimating yourself, but then you overcoming it. It was just like, right. this kid is crazy. <laughs> so it's like, uh, I'm going to try for a 10. We'll see what happens. Guys, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You're like, what? And then that zoom in feature, you know? Yeah. Was... <laughs> it was so, it. so cool to follow. So, yeah, yeah. it was fun. It was, it was a great time to kind of really challenge yourself. And I, I still love it. I mean, like this year, I'm not as active as trying it. I'm like just trying to stay active because during quarantine, I've been pretty sedentary. I've been like, like pretty lazy. I've been trying like, so like, two weeks ago I was like you know I got if I'm not gonna move I'm gonna have to at least um like 
cook and eat well, you know? Yeah, um, thank you. And so I, my goal for this year was to at least be active each day somehow, whether it's walking, running, working out at home, um, where versus last year. I mean, like, it's, it sucks because, like, I'm such a gym body, and not having yeah. that, having to, like, figure out how to work out at home without anything is so hard for me. So it just makes me like, oh, you know what? Forget about it. Like, I'm fine. Like, da-da-da-da. And so it's, it was hard. But last year, it showed me that there are capa- I am capable of doing things that I don't think that I think are hard, that I think are impossible. So, like, I've learned a lot from it, too. So I'm glad to cool. see this year a lot of people, like, trying to do, like, this, you know. This, yeah, I love um, it. Um, doing it in, in ways where they're challenging themselves, like, how fast it can go or just, like, staying committed. So it's really nice. That's good stuff. Thanks for the question. Yeah. Um, now, we got some few. We have a couple. Um, some of our guests from this year, this, uh, this COVID collab month craziness um this is, has been my my whole day may like thing. yeah your month <laughs> my month too i mean where i just because i wanted to do this originally for for june which is our anniversary year uh month but it just i knew that at that time it we might not have as much free people because the world's going to open up again um so i decided to do this now and trying to do something new for the anniversary um so we have we had like Taylor Schroll from Forte Catholic come on. Um, we had some amazing people, Meg Wells from Meg Wells on Instagram, um, and a few other people that have been great. And we have a few more people coming up. But I had asked them, I was like, hey, why don't you ask a question and, and send in a question and stuff like that? And so they sent some in. And this is a good one from Taylor Schroll from Forte Catholic. Who is your favorite podcaster and why is it Taylor Schroll? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, what question in regards to the spiritual life do you think that more people should be asking and getting answers to? For example, for me, it's it's like I don't know what people's personal prayer lives look like, and I want to be holy. So I ask all the holy people I know, what does your prayer life look like? What is that question for you, the thing that more people should be getting real practical answers for? Peace. Uh, and that's a really good one, and I've been thinking about it all day, and I still am not sure. Um, but I have a couple ideas, but why don't you take a crack at that one first? Bro, you're just like... <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I need some time. Uh, okay. I don't know if you can cut this out. <laughs> we, I can cut it out, it's fine. Wait, I, let I, me just like think about some something really quick. I have a lame one written down, but I have something that might be pretty good. Okay, okay. I'll take a crack at it first, actually. So, um, the one that I I personally love to ask people, but I don't feel many people ask, um, is asking people for their story. Um, I mean, that's why I, I started the testimony, the testimony um, podcast, and you know, doing the Instagram showcases, just asking people about their story and letting them share, because everybody has such a different like. Um, has met like I mean like even like the ones that are were cradled Catholic and then like fell away from the church as a teen and then came back because of a retreat which is usually Steubenville and then like um, <laughs> and then now I know Lord is real and you know, like the, even even when that's the same like blueprint the way it went it came about and the way that the the, the blessings that are that come from it derive from those those moments it's always so different. And seeing how their life progresses after that, um, 
is awesome. And so when I do these testimonies, like I, I do these things called tab nights at my church called Testimony Adoration and Benediction Nights, where I have a Ooh. friend come up and share their testimonies. And then we follow by adoration and benediction. Um, tab night? Tab night, yeah. Love it. It's really cool. Um, some people think it's theology on tab, but it's like, <laughs> it's like no, these are teenagers. <laughs> can't drink. <laughs> can't drink. Um, and and I, when I tell them, it's like, hey, like, I just want you to be brutally honest with your testimony. If you failed and you struggled with lust in the relationship, like, I don't need you to share the detail, but I want you to be real with my teens because my teens are struggling with that. I want you to be real if you struggled with, like, drug addiction because my teens, there's some teens that are struggling with that. Um, and I just want to hear, I don't want to need, I, again, I don't need the details, but I want to hear the re- reality of it. Like the, the, the dark parts that you don't want to do. Like obviously what you're comfortable sharing. But um, if you want to run it by me first, we can walk, talk through it, you know. Um, and so like just hearing people's stories for me is something that I do often. And I feel like, I, I mean, I want other people to do it often uh, as well because we learn so much from each other. And that's why I think like these Q&As, like we're not, I mean, I'm a youth minister. Jarrell's a campus minister. We're not the, I mean, and I'm not the perfect Catholic. I'm not going to say that for Jarrell because he definitely is um, closer to perfect than I am. Stop that. Um, But, you know, like, it's still, we still have something to offer because of our experience, our different experiences. And and so do you. So, like, share your stories with other people and don't be afraid to ask people about their stories. I I think that's a question that um, we should ask more. Um, I used to do these things on, in college where I do, like, like friend dates, and then I would just ask them, hey, tell me your testimony. And that's kind of how that started and evolved. So, yeah, I think that's mine. That's good, man. Right. People need to know stories. It's true. That's a crazy question. <laughs> All right, I'll try, I'll try to take a stab at it. Okay. Um, I think... I think that the question that people need the most practical answers to, um, um, the I spent like um, four years teaching a course called the Paschal Mystery, in a college or sorry uh, a, a high school sophomore classroom, mm-hmm. and that's how we started with the Paschal Mystery. We, we um, started with the question, "Does God exist?" We and then we went right into Genesis. Went through all went through all of salva- salvation history, and then ended with ended with the cross. So we oh, did wow. literally salvation history all the way through. But we started with the question: Does God exist? So I think the 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 question that I believe people need the most practical answers to is: Who slash what is God? That's the question. I feel like some of the some of like. Um, even like our mentors and, and spiritual spiritual directors really struggle with that question. Mm-hmm. I also feel really really blessed to like have have like have wrestled with that content and just just that singular question right. for four years and had to try to answer that question in front right. of high schoolers mm-hmm. that like are so brutal with their questions. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, how about this and this and this and like I'm just like trying to like. <laughs> pew, pew. <laughs> you know? So, um, but I wanted to give you um, um, just some a practical answer from Bishop Robert Barron, and then a practical answer from a mentor of mine um, f- 
from uh, my theology uh, graduate program, Dr. Dr. Ed Hannenberg, and he's talking about St. Thomas Aquinas. So um, there's a there's like a a viral video, one of one of his first videos from Bishop Barron. Yeah. Um, And he basically says that so many people think of God as like this supreme being up in the clouds, you know. Mm -hmm. And like, if you have that model of God, it's just like, it's so easy to blame God because God's up there and I'm down here and God's obviously doing these like messed right. up things in my life. Right. But that's not, that's not it at all. Mm-hmm. Like, so just, just practically, that's just not the God, the model of God that Christianity believes in, mm-hmm. you know? So Robert Barron says this, he says, said that Thomas Aquinas, I'll, I'll throw some Latin just so like people can learn and take this in and as a part right. of their vocab. Right. Thomas Aquinas said that God is not ens sumum, which means supreme being. Mm-hmm. Rather, God is ipsum esse subsistens, the very right. act of existence, existence. itself, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So um, when you think about that, God becomes much more mysterious. Like God right. isn't this like this this white dude with a beard up in the clouds you know <laughs> trying to like control our every move right god is just the god is Everything. the very ground of being that right. we are existing in you know right. and god's presence um permeates all things you know mm-hmm. everything is a reflection of 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 god in our lives even us you know mm-hmm. so um when 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 atheists Bishop Barron has this great line. It's like when atheists say, like, I don't believe in, in God. Like, how can you believe in God that, like, like gives kids cancer, like, just for the fun of it? It's like, well, I don't believe in that God either. Right. You know, like, that's right. not the God that I, that's not even the God that's in my, like, like anywhere in my ballpark. Right. You know? So to develop that answer and to develop a practical answer that people can try to dialogue with you um, and just, like, have, I don't want to call it a defense, but just, just to, in a beautiful way, explain what you believe about God, mm-hmm. um, I think that's the, like, you got to break those pieces up in a, the most practical and beautiful way as possible. Right. So, yeah. That's a great, that's a great one. Wow. Thanks. Yeah. Whew. Good, good question, Taylor. My mm. gosh. That's a hard can I, one. Can I read one more line here? Yeah, do it. So this is from one of my one of my favorite people. He was my theology mentor, um, and he says that um, I'm just going to read line line by line. But I think okay. you'll get a lot from this. Mm-hmm. Are you with me? Yeah. Okay. He says he's writing. This is Dr. Hannenberg writing about Saint Thomas Aquinas. He says, yeah. In, interestingly, Saint Thomas Aquinas chooses the word essay over ends. He chooses existence over a being. Aquinas was effectively saying it's better to think of God as a verb than as a noun. God is action, movement, a force moving through the Mm. world. There is another reason to speak of God as love because love is a verb. Love is an action and a way of relating. The first letter of John proclaims God is love. God, or sorry, John does not call God a lover. That would be a noun. Instead, John uses a verb. God is love. So I really love that wow. that type of like thinking. And this is all theology, right? Like yeah. even in the catechism it says every word and every like series of words that we put together will not come close to the magnitude right. <laughs> and mystery 
of what God is and who God is in our lives. Mm-hmm. Like it's all limited. And it's just like putting like pieces of language together for us to understand what mm-hmm. we know to be true, that there's something more and something fueling us and giving us life and helping us to love one another and all these things. So yeah, I get really excited about it. Yeah, that's that's really great to say. Like, you think it's better to think of him as a verb, as an action. Um, oh man, that's so good. Like when when my when I so going to school for theology is definitely like was such a blessing because it was so challenging to like make my like to think the way that you know you ought to think. We we all ought to think, not just as theologians, but as as Christians, as Catholics. Um, because it's just, oh man, when we get to know the theology of God and, and like the theology of, all, I mean, theology of the God, I mean, God is the study of God, right? Um, I just feel like the connection and relationship gets, becomes more beautiful and complicated, yes. <laughs> but, you know, so like whenever I, 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 I minister to my teens, I don't shy away from giving them like good theology or like true theology or like deep theology rather because it's like they're not incapable of understanding they just have to be challenged to understand right right amen bro so um we're gonna we're gonna take a break right there on that heavy note (laughs) we're gonna come back with some more (laughs) with questions for the rest of this episode we'll be right back if you ever wanted to start a podcast today is the day Go to anchor.fm to get started. It's a, They have a free app on the App Store, and it has all the creation tools you need that allows you to record, edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. This app and your cell phone is literally the only thing you need to start a podcast. Use the microphone on your phone, record a voice memo, upload it to Anchor, and that's it. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Uh, you can make money off of your podcast with no minimum listenership. And like I said, everything you need to make a podcast is in one place on the Anchor app. So go to anchor.fm to get started or download the free Anchor app in your app store. Again, anchor.fm to get started or download the free Anchor app in your store. And we hope that you join the podcast world. Let's go. All right, we're back with more. Uh, <laughs> um Questions of today's Jarrell uh, snacking on some Cheez Its. I have my full dinner right here. <laughs> <laughs> it's cold now. <laughs> During times where we're not, where I've cut out, I've been snacking, and maybe on one of them you've probably seen me chewing on something. Well, that's what I'm chewing on. I was thinking um, that you were going to snack a little bit during the break. I, I should have, but it's all good. I mean, at this point, it's cold. I need to reheat it anyway. <laughs> Do you so, like your food piping hot? Not piping hot, but at least like, at least like lukewarm. <laughs> yeah, it's gotta be hot. Right, like <laughs> I don't know. It's just I I like my cookies warm. There you go. That's I like do too. my thing. Um, so we have another one from Queen, who was a guest as well on, um, this episode. Here's one that she had, that was directly towards you. Hey team, it's Queen here from Sydney, Australia. Really excited to ask Joella a question. So thanks for um, thanks for the opportunity. So as you might know, the church in Australia is growing and um, definitely isn't necessarily at the scale as it is in the States. And 
for obvious reasons, we're very different. Um, con- we have very different contexts, but I do see an opportunity for us in Australia to to look at social media and find ways to proclaim the gospel in that way. So, um, as a co-founder of the Living Person, I guess I'd like to ask, how do you develop um, a brand and the, and gain the follower base that you have, um, and then sustain that? Um, I think there's a whole ton of us here, particularly who would in Australia who would love to gain your insight. So, um. Looking forward to hearing your answer. All right. Hope to see you both soon. God bless. Cool. <clears throat> that question's so hard and so um, complex. Like right. I don't know. I don't know exactly what the church in Australia looks like or yeah. feels like. Uh, I know she didn't mean to do this. Uh, shout out, <laughs> Queen. Yeah. Um, she said, "Obviously, it's different." I'm like, oh, I really want to know like the nuances, you know. Yeah of yeah. like how how it is different because i mean like australia is like just south of the philippines you know yeah um and the philippines is the most most catholic asian country i believe still mm-hmm. um, so there's um just geographically like there's a ton of catholics just north but then again there's like yeah. just like such a little such a little small set of islands you know so right um but yeah i how do you build a brand um my answer these days um, is collabs, and I think I think that's probably not the first time you're hearing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, like um, when you're building a brand, something to be cautious of is uh, the enemy creeping in and telling you that it's about you. You right. know, um, right. because like that's that's how about this? I'll tell you that's the way to destroy a brand. <laughs> you know, right? Oh, um, because. Yeah. Um, because I don't know if I have the answer for how to build a brand, but I know a lot of ways to not build a brand. Right. And that might be the key right there is um, to just make mistakes. I mean, like nobody cares um, right. that your first episode sucks. And like, <laughs> like, like Adrian just told me, like, he was going to buy me a podcast mic because my <laughs> audio sucks. You know? I did not say that. I know, but that's how I interpreted it. <laughs> Um, but like, I've got like such a janky setup. You can, like, I'll give that picture to Adrian. He'll probably post it on the story. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I'm just not afraid to put something out there. Cause like, I am convinced that like no piece of content will cripple you. Right. You know, every piece of content that you put out there, um, will help you to know how to cater to your audience, um, mm-hmm. better and better. Um, so long as you're, um, trying to bring value to them, you know? Yeah. Um, what really sucks is like when you think something's going to be, be awesome and then, um, nobody wants it, you know, um, or like the, the analytics clearly show that like, (laughs) they don't don't, want to see it. And that clearly shows that they want to see the thing that you like, don't like about your project, you know, or about your brand. So, um, the answer is collabs. Um, Mm -hmm. so We've done a ton of collabs, um, and here's another piece: is that you got to figure out what you're good at. Like, so for example, like Adrian and I have been like trying to figure out how to build up living ardently, and like his his talent obviously is like being in front of the mic and the camera, and like he gets excitement from all this stuff, and you have to leverage that, you know. Yeah. So, like that's his like value proposition to other people when. He goes to propose his collab. It's the art of the collab. So, like, my thing was, like, I'm good at video. I've got a nice camera. 
I know that you need content. So here's the here's my proposition. I'll do all the work for you. Can we just collab? <laughs> you know, right. I had no followers on the living person, but I had these talents um, um, to make content and like all these the living person needs content, you know, like living ardently right. needs content. Blessed is she needs content. Right. Um, like focus needs content, you know, right. so um, and that's that's what we call in ministry meeting people where they're at. Like I found like this beautiful it's just just like this beautiful way of like I've been able to connect everything about my ministry, pretty much everything about my ministry to just like the effective strategies of social media. So mm-hmm. if you're struggling, like trying to figure out what to do, you got to just tell yourself, like, I already know the answer. Right. Like, what would I do with my teens? What would I tell? Like, how would I how would I do this in a ministry way? Yeah. Like in my head, I, I think about the incarnation. Right. It's like, yeah. like um, it's about you humbling yourself, bringing yourself down to meet people where they're at. You know, right. like God provided the model. And if you're not going to do that, then it's just not going to work. Yeah. And here's the, the example, like the, the thing where people go wrong is like, you see like YouTubers that are very famous um, and have a ton of followers. Mm-hmm. Like they get to talk about themselves all day because they they built up their audience. But like the way to um, build up your audience is like, like, you know, some of these people just started doing like for example Jake Paul is like the like like the content is so just like mind numbing and like yeah. stupid you know right but people wanted something funny and dumb yeah so he met that need right you know and i'm not saying to do something funny and dumb i'm just saying he did the model and he right. didn't use it for like um like anything for the kingdom but the model existed in that pocket as well mm-hmm. so now he did his funny skits Right. And then he got famous and now he can vlog. But what happens is that people think that they can just turn on the camera and vlog about themselves and people will watch. No, your mom's going to watch. Your best friend will watch for the first three times, maybe two. (laughs) And then you have zero zero viewings. Right. Um, If you take a look at every piece of content on The Living Person, it's like highly thought out as to what we think the pains of teenagers are. You're not good enough. There's so much anxiety. We're afraid. And it's us trying to meet the pain of young people in the world, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's so obvious when, like, uh, a Bible quote doesn't doesn't work. And it's because it, that Bible quote was meant for somebody in a different part of their faith life. You right. Know? Somebody may be, like, just strong in their faith. Right. Um, but the, the quotes... So it's really about meeting people where you're at. I'll leave you with one more thing, maybe. Um, I believe that... Um, um, you asked about, like, sustainability. How do you sustain it? You have to also um, come to terms with the fact that social media is a starting point. It will always mm-hmm. be a starting point because it's virtual. Mm-hmm. Like, the church exists in flesh and blood and in person, in real mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. and bringing those one or two people, is it actually like two or three people together, yeah. um, and forming community. You know, like like in our mission mm-hmm. page, we intentionally say that the living person is a starting point ministry, because that's all it can be right now. Right. Um, even like all of the pages, like Focus, Blessed Is She, Life Teen, it's all a starting point. 
mm-hmm. to in-person interaction, you know? So mm-hmm. um, I got to take a look at your pages, Quain, but I think you got like a cool basketball thing going on. That is mm-hmm. like the coolest thing ever. Right. You know, like how much community is surrounded about around basketball. Right. Um, and now you just got to like give them the content that they need. Right. I think, I think when they're hurting, because then that becomes a ministry to me. Like, like, I think that's what we, like when we're hurting, when there's a void inside, I don't right. know about you, but I go to my phone and right. I scroll, 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 scroll. And then if, if, if there's a piece of content that could heal the pain in my heart, mm-hmm. that's what I want living person to be. Right. And I think that's what the church needs to be on Instagram is mm-hmm. to be the healing quote. Like the problem is that people want to give like, like the chapter 10 of the Bible. <laughs> no one's going to read it. <laughs> right. You know? Just give me like a one-liner that like can get me to calm down right. and see that things are actually like not that bad, you know? Right. So, yeah, um, collabs, um, um, meet people where they're at, yeah. and community. Right. I think it's just like I, when I spoke to a few of the podcasters too, like um, I know Queen's trying to do a podcast as well and do a few other things, but like, um, you know, pulling people with different talents you know like Jarrell is great with video like find that person who's like great with video make that content like and then see what does like you know what you said like what works what doesn't work and I mean that's how a lot of people a lot of us you know you try and you fail and that's how you learn um, yeah what have you found success in so far I mean I've learned two years uh, one year. I mean, one year one in year? March. In, Ju- in June will be the first year, uh, full sh- first official year. And in this, like, 11-month journey of living ardently, like, I- I've learned that more people are going to listen when I'm not speaking by myself. <laughs> as much as it's easier and shorter to record a podcast when you don't have to rely on anybody and, like, schedule around their, like, schedules, like, it doesn't make always the greatest content. Like, no one just wants to hear a Filipino-Asian kid from Florida talk about, like, a topic for 30 minutes, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the easiest way for me to record is just me talking and sharing my thoughts. I mean, if you look at my, um, my uh, what the a description about the podcast, it's uh, this just a youth minister sharing his thoughts and experiences and how about to live an ardent life, something like that, you know? But it's kind of evolved from that. Yes, I still do share my thoughts, like, right now. But um, I'm, I'm sharing other people's stories as well as mine. And so maybe it's my turn to kind of change that, you know, kind of rephrase that in a different way. But, you know, it's a beautiful thing to, to, to try, fail, and to learn. Um, and so... Yeah. Um, Heck yeah. Jarrell and I have, you know, Jarrell has been a great help to me and helping, you know, encourage me to create this podcast. I mean, to, to continue growing this podcast and challenging me to make these collabs happen. Um, so like challenge yourself and, and not try to do it alone. Obviously. I mean, I know you work for the diocese, so you're going to be working with a bunch of different people. Right. So, and whatever you're doing, it doesn't even have to be like towards coming to anybody, like try fail, um, like Jarrell said, <clears throat> but also, um, find people cause I mean, you're working with Australia and like a bunch of talented people, I'm sure out there just as much as, you know, this entire world is polluted with talented people. Um, you just got to find them and, and help them use it for the right reasons you know also i love helping people with it like i love talking about it just no one wants to listen (laughs) (laughs) right and like adrian had the courage to just ask and i was like oh bro like let's go 
I'll, yeah. t- I'll talk about like how to do this all day and what I've learned all day. So um, just ask. I think that people will be more excited than you think to help you out and just to talk shop about like what worked and what didn't work. So content, right. just like shoot a DM to your favorite podcaster or influencer. Right. And I think I think that you'll find um, you'll be surprised. I mean, don't be surprised if you get a no, I don't have time I'm too busy. But mm-hmm. that's just that's just how it goes. Right. You know, not being afraid of a no. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I didn't know like, you know, I didn't know how I was going to react to Jerome, but I know we I have had interacted with him online enough for the past couple of years to like at least be comfortable with asking the question. And it, it took me two years to ask him that. Not that I had any perp, like any reason to because I didn't have a podcast then. But when I started trying to build this brand, I had a reason <clears throat> and I knew I had a, a way. Um, I have um, I'm in Cleveland and I do video work, so. Um, I could probably pull up every Cavs player, every Indians player, their Instagram, pull up their DMs, and you'll see a DM from me, like asking, oh, really? asking if I say like, "Hi, my name's Terrell. I'm super hungry. I'm I'm in it to win it. I want to create content for you. I'll do it for free. Like, I just really want to help. Let me know if you need my time. I won't charge anything. I just want to make you look, make you, your brand and add to it. So just let me something like that. Yeah, it's like it's all value, right? right? Um, and it, you don't have to be like uh, egotistical about it. <clears throat> um, be super humble about it. And um, but nothing's going to happen if you don't ask. That's for sure. Right. And, and that's what I've learned a lot of that from. You know, I've, I've messaged a lot of people for. I had to message all the people that I had on COVID uh, for this COVID series, and just like mm-hmm. ask them, hey, would you be down? And I a lot of the times I got a yes, but there was like two, three people that had just completely ignored my DM, which is completely fine. You know, and you got to be ready for that, I guess, you know, and it's, it's terrifying. I mean, it is terrifying to be rejected, but it's not even, it's not even that. It's not about you. Like you said, you know, um, right. you're trying to work for other people. And when you work for other people, <clears throat> I mean, anybody in ministry is going to know it's going to suck, but, mm-hmm. but it's a beautiful pain. Um, a beautiful pain. Mm. <laughs> Ouch. I love that phrase. I love that phrase. So we got another question um, from Amanda Pasawa Lee, who was a guest last week. She's from Malaysia. That's legit. Hey, Jarrell. It's Amanda from City on a Hill Co. from Malaysia. Um, I've been following you for some time now over the, at The Living Person and was just wondering... Where do you see the living person in about five years' time? Um, do you have any plans to expand or explore um, different aspects? Thank you so much. Where do you see TLP in five years? I love that question. Thanks, Amanda. Um, I was listening to your podcast the other day. And that's I think awesome. that's the one that I shared, right? Um, yeah, yeah. I didn't know which so, one it was until I, I recently was like trying to find a snippet for it. And I was like, oh, that's yeah. the one. <clears throat> um, so good job. I, I loved it. So mm-hmm. um, Adrian, be prepared to answer the five qu- five-year question for <laughs> living ardently, too. <laughs> yeah, right. Five years. I don't know. I mean, I've had I've had a lot of um, – like if, 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 if it were my – if I could just do whatever – I wanted, I think I'd love to do living person full time. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't know. I just, I'm just not ready for that yet. 
Um, there's mm-hmm. too many things going through my brain. Um, just recently, um, getting my PhD in in theology came back to my brain, and like my heart's set on that a little bit more than more TLP adventures. But um, mm-hmm. I think if it were to go as planned, and like who knows if it'll, if it'll go as planned, um, I would love to do retreats. I'd love to yeah. like put out immersion trips um, to like like trips internationally and then even domestically to learn about the injustices around the world and how to reconcile those things that you see um, with your Catholic faith, um, to do more teaching about um, (coughs) Catholic social teaching, and um, what else? Uh, More products in the works. Um, uh, Fair trade t-shirts are coming uh, for sure. And um, I'll show you the like the two pieces that um, are actually like I'm texting about right now as like a teaser because I don't know if we I don't know if we talked about this like offline or online but this mm-hmm. is what I was saying like when you create something you just have to show someone right so I'll show um, Adrian and see but it's in it's in the works let me see if I can pull it up let's see if I can if you'll see it even but if not it's okay I'll just tell you about it. So it's uh, some tie-dye action with oh, some, of the, cool. some of the samples. Not tie-dye, but like bleaching things. Yeah, yeah. And then I have these pencils. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I was going to like launch this oh, as cool. a series about um, Catholic social teaching. And these nice. are just like wooden pencils that say solidarity, solidaridad, and one human family. Oh, cool. So... There's like a lot of stuff in the works, but yeah, that's so cool. It's all like TLP is isn't isn't um, like the the most important thing for me. I've got like Mm -hmm. a full time job, campus ministry, then I've got Mm -hmm. video production company. So TLP gets what's left over, but it's so fun for me that it it gets a lot. It gets a lot Mm -hmm. of energy. It's like when I'm tired with video, when I'm tired with with the ministry and you do have those days, you know, like yeah. <laughs> you just like get to get out of the office. Right. Um, you have your fun project and that's what the living person is for me. So, right. And I've gotten to use my, my business experience in, in, um, you know, my video production, I've gotten to use it for a living person in social media ministry. So that's been cool. So, yeah, that's awesome, dude. I mean, for me, it's, it's definitely, it's hard to see where, living artist will be um there's like ideas i want to i want to take on i'm, I'm only in my first year and the living person's been what for like like six seven five years five years, five years. um so definitely different journeys what am i going to look like when i'm at your five-year mark um i don't know um there's a lot of things i would love to do um t-shirts were definitely something that i had a, i had a t-shirt company prior to this that failed and and just had to had to let go um and it it took me forever to let go like I rebranded I did everything to kind of try to like refresh in it and it just didn't go anywhere and so I mean if I could combine the two that'd be cool but at the same time like after after what you did last year I'm like oh maybe I shouldn't like I gotta like there's a there's a lot of stuff that needs to I need to look into if I wanted to do that I can help trade. you navigate if you if you need, um, right? Because the options are expanding, so oh, that's it's cool. been good. That's good yeah. to know. I mean, I saw somebody um, 
I don't know if she was Catholic or not, but she was like, like getting fair trade stuff, like thrifting stuff, and then embroidering them herself. That's and what I'm so, gonna do. Which is awesome, and I thought yeah. that was really cool, because like there will be no other item like that. Unique. And she was sharing it with like, I forgot who it was. I feel like it was somebody who was Catholic, but might not have been. Um, but it, it's really nice, and um, it would be really cool to have that aspect to it. Um, I would love to. I mean, I was thinking about it earlier. Like, it would be cool to have like, uh, if not have a retreat, but maybe at least have like be part of a retreat in some way. Um, you know, um, I, I was talking to somebody, one of my guests last week, and he said to me, he's like, you know, it'd be really cool if this, you could be your full-time gig. Um, and I was like, yeah, it would be nice, um, to be able to do this because right now, I mean, like I love youth ministry, but that's going to be hard to leave for me. Like my teens are everything. Um, like it's, it would be hard to step away from that, uh, community from that, um, field. But, if the Lord like continue to take me in that direction, then I would. Um, yeah, it's 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 tough, but you know, like it'd be. I always had that. I mean, I think all Catholics at some point had that dream of like, oh, I'd be on that stage and speak and share the truth of the Lord, right? Um, and sometimes it's for selfish reasons. Other times it's not, you know. Um, but if you get to share, get an opportunity to like, I get an opportunity every time I record a podcast to share the word of the Lord and to share, you know, good news. But um, to be able to do that on the stage in front of teens, you know, and change some lives because of it, just like my life was might change because of a speaker on with a microphone. Like I don't idolize that speaker, um, but that that speaker is someone I really look up to. I want to be like Chris Stefanik. Like, dude, you're you're awesome. Like, you helped That's me realize what, right there. Yeah, you, you made me realize what what I was doing wrong and helped me realize like I need to change my path. And here I am now, like, and it's not just because of him, but what what God, you know, displayed through him, you know? And so, I don't know. I mean, I think living person, I mean, living person. See, I do this all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to do it too now, which is so weird. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe there's a merger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, living, uh, living ardently. I mean, I would love to do more YouTube stuff. I would love to do some more YouTube, like, um, station content that was another passion of mine I had back in high school was doing YouTube videos but um, they're very cringy but now there's like a purpose right so um, it would be nice to do some more YouTube exclusive content and see how that could expand Um, I don't know there's a lot of there's a lot of um, opportunities for living ardently that are a question mark but I don't know where where exactly it needs to go and I think Next month is where I'm going to really start praying. I mean, I've been praying about it, but, like, next month is where I'm going to do a lot of, like, prayer about, hey, like, Lord, where should I go from here? Do I can mm-hmm. just continue? I mean, it's one-year mark, you know, so it's not like, I mean, it's not like something I should take for granted. It's a huge thing. Um, well, who was it? Taylor Schroll was like, if you're not committed, if you're not going to be willing to commit to something for over a year, then don't do it. Like if you're gonna start if you're gonna start something like ministry, uh, a, a podcast, a YouTube, if you're not willing to commit to the work for a year, don't do it. Um, and it's true because right now a lot of people want to start stuff because there's a lot of time to do it um, because of quarantine. <laughs> but 
if you're not gonna do it, then you're just like getting people's hopes up. There's like this account on you, uh, Instagram where this guy's, I think it was, uh, it was like a blessed is she, but for men, it was like, oh yeah, not holy is he, but it was, is it grizzled is he? No, it's, um, I saw that one. That's a good one. I, I heard that about that one. It was, um, those Catholic men, I think. No, that's their Catholic still, gentleman. No. I don't know, it was some other account, but I was following them. I was really loving their content, and then they just stopped. And then they would come back, and then they would stop. And I was like, what's going on? Like, um, And so you let, you, you let you, if, if people like your content, you're going to let people down if you, st- you know, like, you know. <clears throat> yeah, it's got to be every day. That's, right. that's the crazy part. It's the grind. Right. And every so, day. Yeah, I mean, just like you said, like, there's burnout. Like, like, I get home, and I have a schedule, like, I have a scheduled podcast interview at 530 like I get home at five fifteen, and I have like fifteen minutes to myself to maybe eat something and then record for an hour and a half, and I just like and then edit for four, five, six, ten right. hours. <laughs> yeah, and then I have to like chat with um, chat with my girlfriend and you know for a bit, and like I don't I don't mm-hmm. really get time, and there's like a little bit of burnout there, and I want to work out, and like, you know there's just so much, so really take into to all that stuff and see. Where if, if it even exists in five years, you know, who knows? So the Lord knows. I don't. Amen. So Amen la- one of our last questions here is from Megan Wells. Meg. Um, shout out to her and her husband, Avery. I want Avery to come on the show eventually. Um, She's like iconic. Yeah, I, I realized where I was like, I, when I interviewed, I was like, I don't know when I started following you. Um, and I remember now after you shared your stories from last year, I followed her because of the Maladay May. Yeah. I had followed a few people. Like I followed Kochi, <clears throat> I followed her and another person that was doing the Maladay in May last year. And, um, then I was just really intrigued by her life. <laughs> she's so funny, man. She she's is. so funny. She's a, she has a great personality for it. She, um, I followed her because she tagged, she bought a, a pink AMDG sweatshirt. I'll never forget this. She bought a pink AMDG sweatshirt, put it on, and flipped out. She's like, it's so cute. Oh, my God. I can't it. Oh, my God. It's so cute. And I was That's like, awesome. I need to know this person. Right. So, yeah. That's so awesome. Wow, Prayers to a- her. Prayers to her. Yeah, her she's baby. Been a, she's been a blessing. Third trimester. Mm-hmm. That's so mm-hmm. great. Super excited for them. Uh, so her question was, how has God revealed himself to you during this quarantine? We had a similar we had a similar question last week or last month where what does God want to heal in you um, in during this time? Uh, but this one is how has God revealed himself to you during this quarantine? Uh, for me, what I've noticed is I think God has revealed myself in the sense of like um, in within the community of people. Um, and seeing how in this time the unity that people are showing whether Catholic or not there's so much you know I mean yeah there's there's some of those people who's like oh this is a hoax this is like blah 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 all those um, people but there's still so much beauty that has come from it um, and to see to, to not recognize that I feel like would be a disservice to what God's doing through this situation obviously God's just not this is not what God, I mean, God did not intend for this, right? Like, but he's working, he's working in this situation just like he can in anything in your life, right? And um, 
and to see to not see how how wonderful uh, the community of like just people have has grown, I think would be a disservice to the beauty that he's been working. Um, like seeing how like even these artists like these celebrities, you know, really reach out and try to do 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 justice or like create for people to to encourage people in this time like to uh, just being being active and um, you know responding to I mean like if you look at a lot of them are responding to comments and stuff like which is and like big name artists too so it's not like common that they would you know they sometimes they have the social media manager just do that kind of stuff but it's literally them and you can tell and you see like oh people are like interest in, like not just for selfish reasons but like they're they're trying to encourage people and encourage one another and that's something that i feel wasn't the norm for a while um where we're really battling against each other and so um to see to see a community of people really like kind of mourn and to be at one i think was something how god has kind of revealed himself to me and and through nature because i've taken a lot of time outdoors not just because of the mild day in may but to, to, that's all we had. We can't go to stores. We're always indoors with lights that are fluorescent and, and mm-hmm. things like that. But like, we're now just left with nature, it feels like. Nature and God. And to be able to witness you know, the beauty of his creation, uh, because that's all that's left, it feels like, has been very beautiful to me. The community and nature of, um, that we're left with is how he's been revealed to myself. That's awesome, man. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, man. Um, I think I, 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 um, I mean, I, I also love what you were talking about. I think like there's something so cool. This, I mean, we just like put them on a pedestal. Those celebrities, you know what I mean? Right. And it's just like nice to know that they're human, just like us. <laughs> you know, right? They've got the same cell phone as us, and they're recording with like the same earbuds. And, right. Um, um, they look just as scrappy, you know, in quarantine <laughs> when they're filming selfie version as me. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's nice to know that like, um, um, there's some humanity in the world, um, right. and like coming together. Uh, God's been revealing, um, God's self to me in a lot of ways. I think when I take a look at my COVID quarantine experience, I just, um, I just had like such a good routine and and there was like so many things involved in this. We had a baby, right? Like right in the first in the two weeks of yeah, like I think the first two weeks of quarantine. Right. And um, my I was just like completely yanked out of like the good thing that I had going on. So mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I feel like it was um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of some figure in the Bible that was like running away and running away. Um, Jonah. <laughs> Jonah. Yep. Jonah was swallowed by the whale. <laughs> and, <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like running away, running away, running away. And then finally, this guy's like, just give it up, kid. Whoop. <laughs> swallowed. You can't leave. <laughs> right. um, and um, I was kind of just like forced to figure it out. And then mm. I was left with like all these insecurities and all these like, like, like these things about myself that like I I thought I felt like I knew myself but then I was like um, clashing with 
people that I love. And I was like, something's wrong and it's not them, you know? Right. Um, so I started to take a little bit more prayer time out of my day and I did some intentional things. I went to daily mass online, which I got so much peace from, like more peace than I would ever imagine from mm-hmm. a daily mass online, you know? Yeah. Um, and then started journaling more and then started reading more, which is a big thing for me because, um, um, I hate reading, like absolutely <laughs> hate reading. Like I was an English major, um, that just like hated reading. I didn't even do my readings. I just kind of, <laughs> I don't even know why I majored in English, to be honest. I just, I just love the story. And like, I love like, like human struggle and human triumph, but it was like all like faith stuff. So I should have majored mm-hmm. in theology, mm-hmm. um, but I just didn't get it. So, um, I, like, I think after five years of just like grinding in video and, um, grinding in living person and listening to audiobooks and listening to podcasts and YouTube videos about how to be more effective in marketing and da da da. I really let that reading practice go like completely. Yeah. So I started reading again, um, started reading the Bible, started reading the catechism, started reading about the lives of the saints. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's just been so fruitful, man. It's been so fruitful. So that's one of the reasons why I mentioned, um, I've been thinking about taking up graduate studies again. Um, Mm -hmm. I just feel that urge to grow again, to know God and all these experiences of God through the lives of the saints and theologians that have come before. Because, dude, it's such a beautiful tradition to be a part of. It's a weird and crazy thing to know that you're you're a part of the, the tradition of theologians that have, like, for ages and ages tried to figure out what life right. and God means, you know? Yeah. And a crazier experience to know that you're just a part of, um, like, that original crew of 12 with Jesus and right. his disciples, you know? So, right. Um, my heart's becoming hungry for that. So God's speaking, God's working. Obviously, um, could be more, um, mm-hmm. but I'm in a, in a nice spot, and I'll be I'll be going on my run again, like and during the nighttime. So music as well, like um, some of the music I'm listening to is very reflective. Um, mm-hmm. Check out the song by Chris Renzima. It's called Springtime, um, and it's on my latest podcast. I put it at the end of it. Oh, um, okay. It's so good. It's so good. So God's God's speaking to me in song as well. I just like feel like um, a little bit lighter, you know, not so burdened down. Yeah, it's good. That's awesome. That's a really good one. I mean, I um, listened to that. I'm so glad you brought that back, actually, by the way. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, I've been listening to it. Um, cool. I, I listened to it, like immediately. Are you is it on um, Apple? Yeah, it's not on Apple. I don't know why. I don't know. Usually by the third episode, you know, it's like on. So it's I'll have to complain or something. But right. and all by the way, you can take off that Anchor logo if you log in online. Oh, you can. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, okay. I'm on Anchor too. That's. I mean, I'm, I'm able to take it off. Okay. Cool. Um, and I don't pay anything, so. Good. It's just like <laughs> a burden to have. But um, yeah, it's just really nice to to hear um, hear you reflect on the runs and stuff and. And what you're learning because like it's fresh it's like super fresh from your mind it's really nice yeah you know so if you're not listening to Jarrell's podcast go check it out the living person podcast right 
Yeah, it's just me ranting right now, so maybe one day I'll, I'll get the, the motivation to do the grind of the podcast, <laughs> but it's but, nice for me to just get some some things out, but that's my space to just rant, and like I promised myself that I would not look at the statistics, right. because if you look at statistics when you just rant, it's just not, not no, fun. It's fun. <laughs> if I... If um, I'll offer it to you now, I mean, like, if you want, I can offer you to, like, edit the audio for you, um, just for the podcast version, cut if you need need time. Oh, man. We'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk about it. It's up to you. Yeah. But we'll see. Um, but yeah, so... I don't want to, I don't want to put more on your plate, you know? I mean, like you said, time is time, work is work. And I literally, what I'll do, what I usually do when I edit, I play the podcast, like, I'll, I usually, because of the video content, I'll edit on Premiere, and I'll just cut, yeah. and then That's export what I do, yeah. as an audio, so I'll play the episode, and I'll just play a video game as I'm, <laughs> as I'm, ed- as I'm listening, and if I hear something that I don't like, I stop, yeah, come edit. on, edit, go back, and so, like, it literally... I've, I found an efficient way for me to edit without. I love to, that. That's <laughs> cool, man. Multitask. So, because I, I was like, I already listened to uh, podcasts while I played games. So it's just like, oh, I could listen to mine and edit mine as I play the game. <laughs> That's good. And I just got Pokemon, so like, on my Switch. So I'm just. So now, you're going. You're so going. like now I don't. I don't. Literally, I literally don't need to listen to anything on Pokemon. Just pause it and just like listen. You know. <laughs> so, it's so great. That's good. So. We're, uh, that's all we have for today. Uh, we'll have more awesome. questions next month. Um, we had some that we didn't get to, so we'll save it for next month. And there's some good stuff there. So thanks, Jarrell. Thanks again for coming on. Thanks for having me. This is always fun. Yeah. Always fun. It's great. I mean, we're, I mean, we said that we wouldn't take two hours today. And I know. <laughs> shoot. <laughs> it's just too much fun, dude. So. Yeah. And we, and we, we I mean, we're, again, you're com- we're coming from, from a place of, you know, Speaking, answering these questions genuinely, you know, and like a lot of the stuff, a lot of the times, it it takes a while to kind of form a thought when speaking, and so uh, I've been. That's why I try to, uh, I try to type my <laughs> my answers in before, but you know, it's it more is. fun when it's laid back, though. So right, so especially I pulled out a beer, right? <laughs> right, <laughs> so. yeah, same. You might have seen me take a sips. Look at this. <laughs> Disney, don't take me away. I they, love that. Awesome. So, um, if you want to have ask, ask a question for next week's episode or next month's episode, go ahead and there's a link in the uh, link below um, in the show notes. If you're listening to the podcast or if you're watching on YouTube, there's a link on the description wherever, and it says like uh, ask a question for next week's or for the next Q and A, and you can just open the link on your phone, like give it access to your microphone, and then ask the question. You put in your name and then it sends to us, and then we'll play it like we did today. Um, so yeah, that's really cool. And then if you if you don't want to do that, we usually put like a question in a question box on Instagram, and then you can do that. So follow the living person, follow myself, um, a living ardently, and you'll, you you'll see those on our stories like maybe once a month or something like that. So do that. Um, if you're, it's not too late to join the Mile DMA challenge, go over to the living person and. And start running or walking or something, you know. Yeah. Get out there, it's fun. My tagline lately is, you're not too late, you're not too old. Just put yeah. on your sneakers or your sandals and get out there. Right. It was one day, I just, like, I took my ukulele out and I was just playing. And I was like, oh, this is so peaceful. I know, it's good. It's yeah. good. 
So whether I'm running or walking, it's it's always a good time. So I mean, I'm in pain usually when I run, but you know, it's always still good <laughs> to get those endorphins. So join us, join it all, and um, make sure you're following on our social media. Like I said, follow, uh, subscribe to YouTube if you're not if you're not watching on YouTube. Go to YouTube, subscribe. Um, you guys have a YouTube too, so subscribe yeah. to the Living Person. Um, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, it'd be super helpful if you like and like. I mean, rate the podcast itself and then leave a review. It helps people give an idea. Like, is this something I should even listen to? Um, when they randomly encounter the podcast, uh, make sure you subscribe and follow us. I mean, make sure you follow us on social media. Like I said, living living ardently, the living person, and my personal ones. It's only Adrian, um, Jarell's, Jarell's, as well as over there too. Um, yeah, guys, thanks for listening. I really hope you guys learned something today or enjoyed today's Q and A. You guys seem to really enjoy these episodes, so we'll continue to doing them. Sounds good. Thanks, everybody. All right, y'all. Um, see you next week or see you on Friday, uh, Wednesday. Wednesday? Yeah. And uh, until then, keep living ardently. Let's, Let's go. go. <laughs> <laughs> that was a plan. <laughs> that was good. That was cool. Oh, peace. <laughs>